Consciousness and Understanding Channelings from Clyde Trepanier Volume 3 Continued Sessions from April 1961 Monday, April 3rd, 1961 Greetings in the light, my friends. I am Oxel. As we observe from our vantage point the maneuvering of your world leaders for power and advantage in the name of peace, it rather amazes us how very little knowledge these great intellectual minds have of universal law. If they had a small fraction of universal law as they have of ways and means of destroying each other, if they could realize the penalty that they shall reap for their actions, they should tremble in fear and shrink from the very thoughts that are now within their hearts. Man cannot carry on in this manner without reaping the results, yet each day finds new ideas, new efforts being put forth to find new ways of bringing about destruction of those whom they consider to be their enemies. When will Earthman come into the realization that his only salvation of survival lies in his ability to live and work in harmony with his fellow man? When will he learn that man in reality possesses nothing? That in doing as he has, he is merely building on a foundation of sand which shall be washed away, shall be washed from beneath him when the rains come, he shall flounder and sink. Why has man had such great difficulty in coming into this realization? He has built his desires, his hopes, completely around self, ignoring the fact that man does not live alone, that mankind is tied together by bonds much greater than physical desires as you know them. One of your great teachers explained this when he said to build upon the rock and to build your treasures spiritually rather than physically. For where your treasures are, there shall your heart be and your consciousness. My beloved friends, search your hearts and see where your treasures lie and then build according to your understanding. Rise up from among the masses and stand out as an individual, ready to be known as one who stands upon truth as he knows it and seeks forever higher and greater truths. Having at all times an open heart and mind, building continually upon his rock foundation until he reaches heights where through his living he demonstrates the light in which you move and have your being. Know at all times that your Creator has placed within you the ability, the desire, and the knowledge of how to reach the highest goal, and know also that as each day the sun rises, you have reached another step forward on the climb upward and onward to higher truth and understanding. Somehow, among earth people, 
there seems to exist a fear of declaring themselves, of claiming the rightful place which is theirs, of identifying themselves with their Creator. Certainly no man should feel shame for this, yet this lurks in the heart of many of your people and needs to be called forth, to be plucked from them. For many have the desire to come forth and claim their place, yet they have not quite the courage. Beloved friends, oft times you can place the spark in the heart of this individual that is needed to bring him forth. Do not miss these opportunities. It is not the righteous that need your help, but it is those who need to be sparked, who need to have the flame kindled within them that will start them on their path to understanding. For until a man hath understanding, though he possess all that the world can give him, he hath nothing. Where do you stand today, my friends, in your world of darkness? Do you stand ready to serve your master? You, beloved ones, can only answer for yourself. Surrounding your planet today are millions of beings from other planets, waiting, hoping, that people of Earth will awaken and ask their help. They stand ready to serve people of Earth, to help them to a new way of life that is far beyond anything that most of them could conceive of. They are waiting only to be asked. They have offered their service. It has been refused. Yet they stand back and wait, hoping that enough people of Earth will accept them before they bring too much destruction upon themselves. Universal law will not allow these beings to intercede against the will of your people. So you see, my friends, the future of the people of Earth lies in their own hands. How many shall survive the coming changes will depend upon them. We extend our encouragement and our gratitude to those of you who are attempting to do your part. We hope that these numbers will increase greatly, and we know that each of you will do your part in trying to increase these numbers by letting your light shine through your living that others shall want to follow. I extend to each of you the love, the light, and the understanding of my people. I am Oxel. Tuesday, April 18th, 1961. Peace, my children, peace, peace. Tonight, beloved ones, I stood among you. I observed, and what I observed was good. I note harmony existing, an attempt to have understanding. As we observe the chaos as it increases today upon your planet, we see so much need for what you are attempting to demonstrate among you. And believe me when I say that your efforts are not going unnoticed, and your efforts are not going unfelt. 
the positive vibrations that you emanate are doing good. But a great deal more is needed, as you well know and can see. The day rapidly approaches, my friends, when your planet shall feel the impact of the great field of negativity that has been built around it. The day approaches when many things shall become more clear to you. I know that among Earth people, there is much wondering, much puzzling as to the whys and wherefores of many, many things. We often hear remarks by your people, wondering why this individual or that individual, although his actions are of a very unjust nature, still in your material world he seems to gain wealth, prestige, and power. But I say to you, my friends, the day approaches when all mankind of your planet shall receive justice, and in this hour you will understand. It shall unfold before you, and you shall be very, very happy that you have traveled the path of light. Could you imagine with me for one moment, my friends, observing those who pass on into a new life of peace, of love, of understanding, a utopia as you would express it, and not being able to move on with them, but rather to continue on in something that is much less desirable, and suddenly having the realization of how glorious this could be and yet not being able to receive it because you had not built your treasures in the proper place. No, beloved friends, universal law is just. Your Creator is not a respecter of persons, but a respecter of law. And he who lives and abides by his laws shall also abide in his glory. So I say to you, beloved friends, build your treasures in spirit, for there also will your consciousness be. And you shall tread the path that shall take you through realms that are beyond your comprehension. You shall experience wisdom, love, and understanding, and shall know life abundantly, shall know it for what it really is. For life is sweet if you wish to make it so, and it can be as sweet as you wish to make it. Beloved friends, no one can do it for you. You are the creator of your own consciousness, and you are what you can be conscious of being. You are the being of your consciousness. So, beloved friends, expand that consciousness to be exactly what you wish it to be. It is up to you. Your creator has willed it thus, and thus it shall be. My peace, my love, and my understanding I extend to each of you, and may each of you expand your consciousness and become exactly that, that you wish to be. Peace be with you, my friends. Peace, peace. Wednesday, 
April 19, 1961. Good evening to you, my friends. With your kind permission, I will spend a few moments with you this evening. I have been asked by the instrument and his teacher if I would give you my understanding of what you have been talking about here this evening. It is my understanding. Each planet that has physical life upon it has also about it an envelope or an atmosphere or whatever terminology you care to use. On each planet, there exists a form of life that has adapted itself to that environment and has also a certain range, or shall I say, has a certain range of spiritual development. In other words, as you understand upon your planet, quite a wide range of understanding, and those who have very little understanding in this particular environment, and it ranges on up to a certain level, and there it stops. This is true, my friends, on every planet that contains life. Therefore, these particular people are confined to a planet and are not able to go beyond the envelope of this planet, so to speak, without a conveyance or something that will protect them so that they can take their environment with them. And also this applies to the spiritual body as well as the physical body. That is why the people of Earth will not be able, in the present type of vehicle that they are working with, to go beyond the Earth's envelope. In order to do this, they are going to have to have a vehicle where they can create the atmosphere that they are accustomed to and take it with them. You see, the people that have come to your planet from other planets have had to go through a stage of preparation before they were able to land upon your planet and to exist here in comfort. This is why what you call your astral range is contained within a certain confined area of space. They are not able to go beyond this point until they have refined both their physical and spiritual bodies. Or perhaps I should say, just the spiritual body. For once you have refined the spiritual body, it automatically takes care of the physical. Because you would not create a physical body that would not be able to contain your spiritual body. Do you understand what I am trying to say? I know this is difficult to get these things into your words that are understandable. This, my friends, is true of any planet. So you see, the beings who are in the etheric around another planet would be of a different state of development. I do not like the terms higher or lower, for we are all brothers in this great sea of life, each striving to reach a higher point of understanding. According to my understanding at this time, this is a long, long journey. For there is, I know, a great deal I do not understand and cannot conceive of beyond in the realms of higher understanding. Life is a continual climb on the ladder of understanding. 
but to get back to our original subject. There are also, I understand, those planets that do not contain physical life at all upon them. That is to say, there are no beings living upon the surface of the planet, but they are living in the environs around this planet. And then there are those, too, who do not even require this, who live in space. Each individual level of life will have its own individual type of being, and this is strictly a matter of environment. We adapt ourselves to the environment in which we must live. It has been said that if a certain amount of radioactive radiation were released in the atmosphere of this planet, life would not be able to exist. And this, my friends, is true of the type of life that now exists here. But if this condition were to continue upon this planet, you would find that a form of life would develop here that could live under this condition. You see, nature will create for the environment which it has to deal with. This is very evident as you look about your own planet, in your animal life, your sea life, and so on. Life will adjust itself to the condition that exists there. Have I helped you any, my friends? Group Yes Source I have tried to bring this picture to you so that it might clarify some of the questions that are on your minds. Now, my friends, since your hour is late and the instrument is quite fatigued tonight, I will not continue to bore you with my talking. Group You do not bore us. Source Thank you, my brothers. Thank you. I would like to extend my thanks and my gratitude to the members of this household for accepting me and to the rest of you for your kind indulgence. It has been my pleasure to be in your presence. Group Thank you for coming. Source I would like to extend to each of you my love, my blessings, and my peace. May each of you, in your search for truth and understanding, have great success and joy. Good night to you, my friends. Thursday, April 27, 1961 Greetings in the light, my friends. I am Oxel. Once more, my friends, I should like to comment upon what we observe from our vantage point here in space. The tension upon your planet is increasing day by day. Whenever the economic system of your planet begins to totter, tension is increased. The great powers that control the monetary system have great concern for their system. They must bring about conditions that will bolster the spending. Each time, it becomes more difficult for them to bring about the spending that is necessary to conduct their wars without bringing into being a major catastrophe, which they fear for themselves more than they fear for you. 
your civilization today rocks in the balance. There appears to be a great deal of bloodshed in the near future. Those of you who have knowledge of your powers, use them to counteract the conditions that are growing by the moment. A system that is founded upon the basis of which yours is founded must fail sooner or later. What amazes us most is to observe the stupidity with what some of your so-called great minds function. It is difficult to see how they can hope to continue a system of barter that is based upon greed, power, and lust. Yet their eyes seem blinded to the truth. They see not, neither do they hear. Several attempts have been made from your neighboring planets to point out the folly of your system, to bring aid to you, to show you the way. Yet each attempt has failed. A great spiritual blindness exists among these people. They have built a consciousness of power, of greed, and they have not been able to penetrate beyond this consciousness. A great, great amount of detailed planning is going on at this time among the powers that control your planet. And note that I said, planet, for these powers reach every nation upon your planet. They are much more far-reaching than you think or realize. Your great nation, as great as it may seem, is not what it seems. For it too is controlled by the great monetary system that controls the functions of your planet, of practically all the nations. These shackles will not be easy to break, my friends. Yet they shall be broken, and man again shall be free. For it is the will of your Creator that man shall be free. But. Before man of earth can free himself, he must pass through many great experiences that will give him wisdom and understanding. He must be awakened to the truth. He must be awakened to the fact that man does not live by bread alone, that there are many other things that are even more essential to man's freedom, to his understanding. Man of Earth must be awakened to the fact that he must build a consciousness of love, of understanding, a consciousness of peace, of well-being, of love and understanding for his fellow being. He must learn to live side by side with mankind in peace, in love, and in understanding. He must realize his responsibilities to his Creator and to creation. He must come to know his likeness to his Creator, his relationship. For until man comes into a realization of these things, he cannot live in peace. All of these things, my dear friends, must begin in the heart of man himself. A realization is dawning in the hearts of millions of your people, 
a realization of the need for these things, and a realization that they must start in the individual heart. As this takes root and spreads among your people, many will gain this consciousness, and through the events that are to come, the realization will spring up among those who have a desire to follow the path of understanding, of justice, and those who cannot find this desire in their hearts will fade from this planet. Let your prayers be, beloved ones, that man of earth shall find this consciousness rapidly, so that the events may pass more rapidly and that your planet might gain its place in your system, its rightful place, as soon as possible. Let your light so shine in your life that it might spread this desire in the hearts of man, for no man can spread truth more rapidly than by living the truth, by showing the way by example. This is the only way, so let your example show the way for others. I leave you, my friends, by extending to you the love, the light, and the understanding of my people. I am Oxel. Friday, April 28, 1961. Peace be with thee, my friends. I am Anthon. Where do you stand today, my friends, in the affairs of your planet? Do you have an awareness of what is going on about you? How sharp is the awareness that you possess? Are you aware of the immense rapidity of the change that is occurring before your very eyes? Beloved friends, the change is taking place everywhere about you, in your seas, in your planet, in your atmosphere, and in your civilization. Mankind is experiencing a great change within himself, yet most of your people are not aware of these changes. Many are not aware in the slightest of the change that is occurring in their own being. Few are aware of the real happenings that are occurring in your civilization. They are only aware of what appears upon the surface, of what certain powers would have them be aware of. Their eyes are blinded by the lack of enough courage to seek out the truth. My beloved brother, Yom, in his assignment to aid Earthman, has done a great deal of research among Earthman, and through the powers that he has developed in his growth, although he exists in a physical body, as do you, he is able to extend himself into the far corners of your planet and into the places of great secrecy among thy people and see for himself firsthand and make note of what is really happening behind the scenes. And if it is your pleasure, I should like to give him the opportunity to tell you some of the conditions that he has found. I am sure that he would be glad to do this for those of you who are seeking to know the truth. So, beloved friends, 
I shall withdraw and give him the opportunity to speak for himself. Yom. Good evening to you, my friends. Once more, it is my pleasure to speak with you and to share with you my understanding and my experiences, as Anthon has asked me to tell you of some of the things which I found in my investigation of your civilization. I find, my friends, as I have gathered with some of your peoples in their so-called secret meetings, and you know, my friends, I think that some of these people would be quite amazed if they knew that someone had the power to secretly sit with them in their meetings without being seen or known about. This, do you agree, my friends, might amaze some of them quite considerably? Group. Yes. Yom. My friends, you would be amazed if you knew the things that go on behind the scenes and how little your people know of the true ruling powers that control your people's lives. Your so-called money system, starting back several years, perhaps 150 years or more, at that time, certain powers began to get control of the money system. And through the years, they have gathered more and more power through their control of money. I have sat secretly in meetings held in Sweden, where the great money interests are held, and I have personally heard these men discuss ways and means of bringing about chaos, wars among your people, in order that they might reap the benefits in their sale and production of war materials. These things are carefully planned events. Propaganda to bring these things about are carefully planned. How they will stir up the emotions of the people, fan them into higher emotional states to false patriotism. To me, my friends, patriotism is one of the most overplayed things in your civilization. What is patriotism? Man only seeks to be free. But I say to you, my friends, there are no free people upon planet Earth. Your people do not know freedom. For when man is free, he is free from all anxiety. He has true peace within his heart. The people of Earth do not have peace within their hearts. In your great country, you have a much higher standard of living than in most other parts of your planet, but this standard has been raised by false methods. It has been raised through a great interest system, and your peoples are becoming more and more chained by this great interest system. And sooner or later, and it looks like it might be sooner, this system must collapse. For a system that enslaves the people cannot survive, and your people are being enslaved by interest. So you see, my friends, you can have what appears to be a high standard, yet it may be a false standard, for it has not been built upon a solid foundation. 
You see, my friends, the sad thing about your civilization today and the alarming thing is that your scientific development is moving so rapidly and your spiritual growth, spiritual understanding is moving so slowly that the balance is way, way off. Therefore, there is great danger. If your spiritual science and your scientific science would move more evenly, if they were more in balance, you would not have these conditions. When man moves too rapidly in the scientific field and the spiritual science lags so far behind, he finds himself in possession of powers that he is not capable of handling. And that is exactly where your civilization stands today. That is why you have the conditions that I spoke of. Man, through his greed for power, is enslaving the people. Behind the scenes, there is a great movement to try to promote wars among your people without using nuclear devices. A great deal of effort has been put into developing machinery and equipment for war that has been piling up and it must be used so the money interests can gather their profits. But you see, there is a certain realization among these powers that there are certain dangers. And as long as they could keep the wars on a scale where they only are not affected and that they make their profit, they are happy. But now they have something there that is worrying them. For they know that there is always the danger of nuclear powers being released. And do not be fooled by what you are told. These interests, these people who are in control, know the true dangers of warfare. And they have a great fear within their hearts, for they know full well that once a great amount of this energy is released, that they are going to suffer also. And they do not want this. So great conferences are held, great discussions on how these things can be handled. You see, in order to have a war, you have to provoke two sides. And many people who are in high places in your governments of your planet are not aware of the true source of many of these troubles. They too are fired by patriotism. They really believe in what they are doing. But they do not have a realization of what is back of these things. It is quite amusing sometimes when you can view clearly both sides of these situations. Each is convinced fully that they are right. And the truth of the matter is that neither one of them is right. For you see, my friends, if man had genuine freedom and was able to have understanding of his fellow man and of himself, if he was, I believe you call it brainwashed, and was taught to think clearly for himself and to seek truth and understanding, these conditions could not exist. Man would be given a position of rank for his true capabilities and understanding. A man to have a truly high position in the government of his people 
would have to have a true spiritual understanding along with his knowledge of science, of his creation of his universe, and of universal laws. He would have to be a man of true ability, a man of true greatness, and he would hold this position only as long as he displayed these qualities. There was a meeting of some of the greatest powers, supposedly some of the greatest minds, in your world today not too long ago. These were not men holding positions in your government, but they were men of great wealth, or at least what your people consider men of great wealth, for they have control of great resources in your world, and their powers reach around your planet. You would be amazed if you could hear the discussions that go on in one of these meetings. They were discussing their holdings in all the countries upon your planet, great factories, great plantations, and well, I could not go into detail. It would take too long. As they talked and discussed, the different ones whom they had placed in certain positions of control and how they were operating and being successful in making great profits from these various enterprises, it was amazing how many people were being used for the interests of these few who are in control. And these men have no scruples, so to speak. When a man is not functioning or doing what they consider to be their best interest, or if a man opposes them in any way, they have no scruples about destroying him. To them, money or wealth, in reality it is power, is their only interest. They judge everything by the power it will bring them. Of course, money is only a tool for them to use, but it would really amaze your people if they could really see and hear the things of this type that go on. No man on your planet is beyond the reach of these powers, unless he can develop his own understanding, his own spiritual development, to where he can rise above these things. Now, my friends, there is a brighter picture, for the time is rapidly approaching when these powers shall crumble. These times are not going to be easy for your people but it will truly be a period of cleansing. And out of it will emerge a new era of justice where man shall truly be freed, shall truly experience freedom and understanding. My friends, I think I have stayed my time. I do not wish to bore you with my expounding. Questioner, could this power group that you mention be called the International Bankers? Yum. Yes, they could be called that. It is an internationally controlled system. It controls the money of your planet. I say money because that is your bartering system. But they also control the industry and resources of your planet. Questioner. Are the heads of our government aware of this control? Yum. 
your government is controlled by this power. Questioner, are they aware of that? Yom. Many are, some are not. Have I improved any in my English? Questioner, yes. Yom. Thank you, I hope so. Now, my friends, I must vacate this instrument. It has been my pleasure to be with you again tonight, and I want to extend my gratitude to the members of this household for welcoming me. Questioner. It has been our pleasure, Yom. Yom. I wish to extend to each of you my love and my blessings. Good night, my friends.